do these three things and don't be afraid to to run ads to to cold audience. A lot of people will get kind of nervous and they're like, what if it doesn't work or I um, end up spending money? And you'll really never know unless you you test. Maybe think on the flip side. What if you do one of these and it ends up blowing up and going viral? Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Sisters. That's what you didn't want me to say. Yeah. (laughs) Patty's sick of that intro, so, I mean, I don't really know what to do about it. That's our intro. (laughs) If you have any intro ideas, let us know. If you're getting sick of it, too, let us know. (laughs) I like our intro. Anyways, today we're talking about ads, because we don't talk about ads that much. And I think you guys really like the ads discussions. So today we're talking about the three ways to build your audience with Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. I don't like how we just jump into it like that. I like, do. I, like I hate when podcasts don't jump into it. I hate that. When I listen to a podcast, I want the intro and I want the to jump in within one minute. Like, okay, let's ask people that. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, do a poll on that in your in your IG story series, because I feel like a lot of people like the small talk and not just jumping into it, at least for like a minute. Like, can no. we all relax? No, I like to just jump into it. And my biggest pet peeve is when I have to fast forward like 10 minutes into a podcast before they start talking. Yeah, well, 10 minutes is not, I'm not, 10 minutes is a lot. <laughs> okay, well, jumping into it immediately. <laughs> We're talking about three ways to build your audience with Facebook ads. This is important to know for. Two reasons. I think these are the most important reasons. We think that ads are one of the most successful ways to use your money for a specific goal, like say product purchases. And the second way is that ads are a very measurable way to see if your marketing efforts are working. Yeah. And you can do this at any time in your business. And what I love about Facebook ads is that you can turn them on and off as needed. So if you need new leads, if you need new emails on your email list, you can turn on your ads. If you're too busy to take on new clients, you can turn it off. So it's almost like a faucet. You can turn it on and off whenever you want in your business. And also for any of these three audience building tactics that we're going to talk about, you can do them organically too. So if you don't have uh, a budget for Facebook ads, that doesn't mean that you can turn off this podcast. You'll still get value here because you can do any of these without Facebook ads. It just might take a little longer or... Um, you know, you might reach less people if you have a smaller following, but you can absolutely do any of these with zero ad budget. Okay, so let's start with our first tactic, webinars. So yeah, quick recap on webinars in case you aren't familiar. Webinars uh, allow you to showcase your expertise in a certain topic in your industry. So these would be 45 to 60 minute videos, um, teaching rather than pitching or presenting. So you want to give viewers a glimpse of what you have to offer in those 60 minutes. Patty made a webinar and hers is called The Biggest Mistakes Online Coaches Are Making in Their Facebook Ads. Want to talk more about that? Yeah. So like Michelle said, it's it's a video training, video presentation type thing. So for mine, I created the whole thing in Keynote and then you're recording yourself your voice over to the slides, if that makes sense. So I was going through slides and I was talking through them. Um, And the great thing about webinars is that you can get hundreds of people on a webinar at once. So think of that as like having all of those people in a room with you 
listening to you. So you can imagine how powerful that is. And this is really one of the best ways to get leads for your business and to build your email list. Because if people sign up for your webinar, that means they're already interested in that topic. So you don't have to really work to to convert them or work to convince them to do something. Like for my webinar on Facebook ads, clearly everyone who is signing up is interested in running Facebook ads. So there's no need for me to try to convince these people on why they need to run Facebook ads. Yeah, the convincing comes when they're already watching the webinar and they judge whether this is something that would really help them and they should sign up or if maybe they've already learned these things and they need a little more advanced of a webinar or learning or presentation, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my question, can anyone have a webinar? I don't think so. Um, But let's talk about situations that would be good to have a webinar. Yeah. I mean, if you're like a local business, you know, like a clothing boutique or something, I guess you probably can't run a webinar. But webinars are really good tools for more online businesses, coaches, um, consultants, people who who have something to teach and whose main way to get leads is teaching or doing a presentation of some sort to get people in the door. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, those types of businesses, I think, would really benefit from getting their presentation or, you know, teaching online and speaking to what these people are looking for. I guess like some, some local businesses probably could run a webinar, like a gym could run a training on a webinar on something fitness related. And then the the pitch at the end is getting them to come in and sign up. Obviously you're just limited with your physical location at that point. Um, If you're a product-based business or e-commerce, you could, you could run a webinar. Like I'm thinking of my protein powder client. They could probably run a a webinar on plant-based living, you know, and, and things that you need to know before becoming a vegetarian or how to build muscle as a vegetarian, things like that. And then the pitch at the end, instead of being like, sign up to be my client, it's, it's here are our products and go purchase them. Yeah, but I think mainly the types of businesses that would have webinars are the first few that you mentioned before, um, that would find this most beneficial. Yeah, people with an, more of an online audience. Yeah. So how did you first set up your webinar? Like, did you have to do a lot of research? Was it hard? What types of like programs did you find that you could use? There are a lot of different programs now. Um, and what's cool is that now there are a lot of programs that have everything in one place. So you don't have to sign up for a million different softwares, which is what I had to do. Um, But basically, the step-by-step of it is, like I said, you record your webinar, and then you upload your webinar to a webinar platform. So I used Stealth Seminar to host my webinar, and they're able to track um, who signed up, how much of the webinar they viewed, all that stuff. You have all your stats. And then there's also um, platforms like Kajabi and ClickFunnels, which is uh, kind of like all-in-one like you can upload your webinar, you can create your landing pages there, you can collect emails. Um, there's also Easy Webinar and Webinar Jam. So check those out, do your research um, and see what you want. At this point, I'm still kind of like piecing it all together with one platform for webinar, one platform for emails. Like I use Aweber for emails. 
but you can use something like Kajabi if you just want to pay one fee and just have it all set up in one place. Yeah, I'm sure you can find what works for you best since all of these are probably have their own unique like UI and different features that you might find more helpful in one over the other. Yeah. So now that we've covered webinars and what they are, how to make them, let's dive into how people run ads to a webinar. Okay, so I've got three ways that people usually run ads to webinar, and I'm sure that if you are someone who signs up for webinars regularly, you've seen this on your feed. So the traditional way is um, a Facebook ad with an image of the person, um, like whoever's running the webinar, and then maybe a title in the image. The headline of the ad is the title of the webinar. So for example, three mistakes you're making with XYZ or the complete guide to this. And the copy, which is the text in, in the post, is hitting on the person's pain points. So people will click on the ad, they get to a landing page, they put in their email, and then they get sent the link to the webinar in their email. And the webinar is either live, so that means that there's a specific date or time that people have to go on the computer to watch the webinar, or it's pre-recorded, and they'll get a link and they can just click on it and, and watch the webinar. So that's the quote-unquote traditional way. The next way to run ads to a webinar is through video. So this is a short 30 to 60 second video of a person saying something like, hey, it's Michelle. I want to talk to you about Facebook ads. I can teach you X, X, and X on how to make your Facebook ad. So if the person is interested in what I'm offering, they'll type in their email address. And from there, they'll get the link that leads to my longer webinar. Yeah, it's basically the same thing as the one I just described, just using video instead of a picture. And then the last way that I've seen more people run webinar type ads recently is having the webinar training right there in the ad. So they're probably doing a video views objective ad and they're uploading the training. So again, it could be 45 to 60 minutes. And the copy of the Facebook ad is similar to what we've been saying. You're talking about what people are going to get in your training. And then the cool thing is you're just saying, watch the full thing below. And I personally like this better because I, I'm just like sick of signing up for a million webinars and getting a million emails. So I'd rather just watch it right in Facebook. I think that's really um, just easier for the person who's scrolling on Facebook and maybe they want to watch it right now or maybe they'll save to watch it later. The only downside is that, yeah, you're not getting that person's email because they don't have to sign up for your webinar, but you can still create retargeting audiences. So you can create custom audiences of people who have watched your video. And that's almost just as good because you're going to need that for your future Facebook ads anyway. One thing that I was thinking as we went through all of these when I got to the video ads is how Billy Jean Marketing is really good at that. Like He gets me every single time. Yeah, he does do really good video ads and they could be like 30 minutes long and you somehow end up watching the the whole 30 minutes. So don't get stuck on like length. Like a lot of people always ask me and they're like, oh, is this too long of a video? Um, if your video is providing really good content and value for the person who's watching it, I don't think there's really like quote unquote too long. It's too long if it's just like, like if me and Michelle were to just get on a video and talk about nothing, then yeah, that would be pointless and too long. I guess this goes back to what we were saying about the talking and the same thing with the podcast, I think. Like, just get to the point. <laughs> I guess. All right. And rant. 
Anyways, the next type of ad you can run to build your audience are engagement ads. We've talked about this before, but if you have valuable posts like things you've written on your Facebook, or maybe you have some blog posts, you can create ads out of these and target cold audience. So the benefit of using this type of ad is that you're building your audience, then you could retarget these people either with your webinar ads or product ads. Yeah, exactly. And an example of that is I'm currently working with an energy coach and we're running ads to a post with tips for meditation. So it's just a a post that she created on her Facebook page. It's a picture of her, you know, it, it goes along with the whole meditation thing. And then it's all these different bullets and tips for meditation. And we're targeting a cold audience with that ad which means people who don't know her or have seen her. So we're trying to build her audience. So for example, some of the interests that we're using are guided meditation, Buddha groove, which I'm not really sure what that is, but that came up in my research, specific podcasts and leaders in that sphere. So you can use audience insights tool to find all of this, to to find your own cold audience. So you start with maybe um, a person, interest, book, and then that tool actually gives you other related interests and Facebook pages that your target audience might like on Facebook. So you you had said that you searched Buddha Groove and that was something that this audience is interested in. Is that something you just Googled or is that you did that through Facebook? Through Facebook. So I found that through Facebook. So I put in, you know, obviously I started with meditation because it's a meditation post. So that led me to guided meditation. And then I click on that and that led me to Buddha Groove. Like it gives you a list of different interests that go along with. I don't know what Buddha Groove is, but it kept popping up as I researched like meditation and, um, you know, things like that, yoga. So use that tool to figure out what pages and interests and books and things that your, your target audience might be interested in. And sometimes it's things that you don't even expect. Like for this for one, this one, for example, so uh, we had a lot of like foods, like food brands popping up. So people who were interested in guided meditation were also interested in like Bob's Red Mill, you know, like the flower brand. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they make more than flour. But using that tool helps you find things like that that you might not even think of yourself. Yeah, pretty sure they make oatmeal too. <laughs> Do they? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Or oats or something. Grains, beans, seeds. Yeah. Do you just Google it? Yeah. Because it sounds familiar and I'm pretty sure I eat their oatmeal. But anyways, yeah, you can do this also with videos. If you have a video training or a live video that you've done on your page, you can repurpose that and make it into an ad and do the same process as above in terms of targeting interests um, and using the audience insights tool. The benefit of these ads and any of the ads that we're talking about is that you're able to retarget those specific people. Yeah, any of these ads, like Michelle said, are going to work really well for retargeting in the future. And really, this whole episode is about building your audience. So do these three things and don't be afraid to to run ads to to cold audience a lot of people will get kind of nervous and they're like what if it doesn't work or I um, end up spending money and and these people don't like my Facebook page or sign up for my webinar or whatever but you'll really never know unless you you test um, and you try these different tactics out and maybe think on the flip side what if you do one of these what if you run a, a webinar or you 
uh, create a post from one of your Facebook live videos to a cold audience and it ends up blowing up and going viral. So, you know, it's worth a shot. Agreed. So do you want to talk about our third way to build your audience with ads? Yeah. So our third and last way to build your audience or last way, at least in this episode, um, we have a lot of ideas, but third, third way. And what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The third way to build your never mind. Just what? Keep going. Just keep going. The third way to build your audience is free challenges. So this is another great way to build your email list. Last year I did a five-day Facebook ad challenge where at the end of the five days people had at least one Facebook ad built out. So you can use Facebook ads to run a free challenge and you can target cold audience and warm audience. So you can you can get your current followers in on the challenge and stuff too. And you will need an email list building platform for this one. So something like Aweber, MailChimp, Infusionsoft, something like that, because you need somewhere to collect emails. And the way it works is people will see your ad, they'll click on it, they'll sign up. So same thing as the webinar. And then you have to set up an automated email series. So they'll get like day one, they'll, they'll receive an email with the day one training, day two is a second training, and it goes on like that. Nice. Yeah. You keep mentioning that people need a landing page when they'll be running these types of ads. So where, how do you make a landing page or what have you found is like the best way? So similar to the email platforms and the webinar platforms, there's a lot out there. So I personally use lead pages and it's $37 a month and you, you can create your own landing page templates. It's pretty easy. It's like drag and drop. Um, so that's one option. There's also Kajabi and ClickFunnels. Like I said, those are those two are an all-in-one thing. So if you sign up for Kajabi, for example, it's I think ninety-nine or a hundred or so dollars a month, and that's everything in one. So you can upload your webinar there. You can create a landing page there. You can collect emails there. So you don't need the separate things like how I'm telling you. I've used Stealth Seminar for my webinar. Um, lead pages for my landing page, Aweber for my email. You can see how it's all separate. Kajabi and ClickFunnels have it all in one. Um, other landing page softwares, uh, I think those are like the the three main ones. You can, if you're like tech savvy, you can create your own landing page with WordPress plugins and stuff. But I'm not that tech savvy. So if I think the easiest the easiest one that I've used is lead pages. Okay, so the per- the person signs up. And then they start getting your automated emails and it's a, you know, it's a free challenge or you're teaching them something every day and they have a result by the end of the five days or three days or whatever. Some people also have a Facebook group where challengers can join the group and connect with other people. And maybe you're in the group too, commenting and answering questions or doing Facebook lives. I think I've only, I think I've worked with one challenge one time for a water brand where we did that. And it was like a 30 day challenge to drink more water. And it actually was really successful, the group, because there would be like a theme each week, like one week, how to use because it was very specific, like um, seltzer mineral water. So it'd be like one week, how to use this in cooking, and everyone would post like photos of them using product in cooking, because usually, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually these people already kind of do use the product that's why they're interested in the challenge right or not necessarily um 
not necessarily, but yeah, it could be because that's why I said that this is a good way to get your cold, like your warm audience also plus cold audience. So yeah, you'll get people who are already either using your product or already following you or maybe have been, um, yeah, following you and they're interested in what you have to offer, but haven't really like engaged with you yet. So this is a good way to get them on board. Yeah, I I am a huge advocate for Facebook groups because for me, from what I've seen, it's a great way to build brand loyalty and a sense of community with your brand. So definitely uh, an advocate for that. Yeah, I love Facebook groups. I'm in way too many Facebook groups and I ask questions in all of them. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Facebook groups and forum person. Okay, anyway, so the way that your ad would look for this free challenge is probably a photo. Again, you could probably do video too if you want with the challenge title as the headline. And ideally, the photo is a picture of you because you're hosting the challenge. And then you could put the challenge title in the image too. Just make sure that it's small. So if the Facebook, um, the Facebook, remember what it was called, the Facebook? Yeah, you're going to say that. <laughs> so that Facebook doesn't flag it. Um, so for example, your challenge could be five days or my challenge was five days to build your Facebook ad, that kind of thing. Um, the energy coach I'm working with is actually currently running ads to a challenge and the picture is a picture of her and the title on the picture says five day manifestation challenge, calling in your happy end result now. So that'll capture people's attention, people who are interested in manifestation They'll see that and then hopefully sign up for the challenge. The copy is, so the the caption of the post is similar to what we said with the other ones. You're just pointing out people's pain points and then telling them what they're going to get in this free challenge and what is the end result going to be. So I wrote out a little example. This is a fitness example that I went with. So the copy might be something like, Wondering how you can get fit at home, don't want to go to the gym, but feel like you don't have the equipment you need to work out at home. Okay, I wouldn't actually use that because I said home twice, but keep in mind, I wrote this real quick. Anyway, join this challenge. Throughout the next five days, we'll show you, and then these are bullets, how to break, how to break a sweat right in your own living room, no equipment needed, just your body, the different types of workouts you should be doing for your specific goals. Daily workout videos that show you exactly what to do and how, like your own virtual personal trainer. So you can see how that caption would probably get someone's attention, especially someone who's been wanting to work out and get fit, and maybe they just want to work out at home. Yeah, what do you I think, think the, I think the main reason why those bullets are so powerful is because each one just shows how easy it is to do it without, it's like a no fuss, like, okay. Right in your living room. That's like the keyword. No equipment needed. Like, no brainer. You should do that probably. And what well, other pieces of... I, li- I liked how you said for your specific goals. So it feels like it's tailored to them. And yeah, the other point for the last bullet is your own virtual personal trainer. Yeah, because some people might want a personal trainer and they can't afford it or... They want to see what it's like to work with a personal trainer. So in the copy, whether it's for this or for a webinar, you're just, um, you know, we've said it a million times this episode, hitting on pain points. So what are these people, um, what are their desires? What are their needs, their wishes? That's what you want to think about when you're writing your different bullets. So yeah, free challenge. That's a really great way to build your audience. And 
I think for all of these, I'll put up some ad examples in our highlights on Instagram. So check us out at the Social Media Sisters, because I personally like seeing examples of ads all the time. So I figured we should start highlighting them. And that way you guys have inspiration, whether it's for challenge or webinar or any other sort of ads. When I see them, I'll put them up there. Yeah, we've been doing that already, but I personally- We're working on our highlights. Yeah, working on it. (laughs) We have two bubbles so far. So yeah, that completes our quick little- episode on building your audience with Facebook ads. We hope that this helped you guys and maybe inspired some ideas for you if you haven't already to do one of these. Yeah. And if you want to send us your ideas or like ideas you have for your copy or your bullets, you want someone to brainstorm with, feel free to DM us at the social media sisters on Instagram. Oh, and actually big news. You can now DM us on Facebook too, because we have our own Facebook page. At the social media sisters. You can PM us, private message us. PM us. (laughs) Yeah, happy to brainstorm with you guys. We are always brainstorming. So Patty can go on some really long random brainstorms. But yeah, you might get one idea out of us. (laughs) (laughs) And regardless, check out our Facebook page. Give us a like. And, um, you know, maybe we'll have a free challenge or something coming up soon. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? And <laughs> if you have time, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast because it would be really helpful for us as we keep growing. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you tuning in every week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.